Escobar season has returned. It's been a long time. Been a long time coming. Well, we got one in the books. And uh from what I've gotten back in feedback, this is what makes me you guys actually want to see us again. Let's go! Regular season sportscast. Hate me, hate the money I see. Clothes that I buy, ice that I wear, clothes that I try. Close your eyes. Let me tell you something. After the week that we had with all the sports happenings and stuff that's going on, especially at UFC, because I really believe that we got more downloads than Ronda Rousey had seconds in her fight. That, that was that was insane. Shout out to Ronda. Keep it, baby mother. That's right, baby. She just don't know it yet. <laughs> what do you think of the UFC? I just looked at Ronda. I didn't care about anything else. It was long, bro. I know. Useless, bro. It was like all these fights. I've, I was better off like getting to the bar at 2 a.m. Ridiculous. Thank God I saw it for free. To me, I found it funny that it was like all in Brazil. And then you had brought out all these old Brazilian fighters that was just like pointless. <laughs> I guess that's their version of like all the Puerto Ricans on the corner in the bodega. Jugando yeah. domino. Well, oh, fichas. Dame la ficha. Oh, yeah. Espérate. Oh, yeah. Capico. Chuchazo. Coño. What up, everybody? It is the regular season sportscast brought to you by our big brother over there in Rageworks. What's going on, everybody? I'm your boy, Jay the Red Santi. And I'm here with. The bearded one extraordinaire, Mr. Stroke That Beard, the lovely Odin himself, the Keith. Yo, yo, what up? What's going on, y'all? Listen, guys, first of all, before we continue, we want to say this is episode two, and we want to thank everyone who supported us on episode one. I mean, you guys were amazing. I mean, honestly, I called out a number to Keith, and I really didn't. You know, I, I said it just to say it, but I didn't really think that we would hit it as hard as you guys. That's what she said. Mm, girl, tell him. Uh, I didn't really think you guys were going to actually do that for us. And, and it was amazing when we got the numbers back. And it's for the first time out, we were actually shocked. Keith actually thought it was only going to be like three of our friends who were going to listen to it. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised so many of you guys have that much time on your hands. Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Listening to us. Listen, I, I know a bunch of you guys were sitting there listening to all y'all was taking a shit, which is fine. Whatever works for you. Amen to that, man. Just, I just hope y'all wiped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because I get excited when I hear myself talk, so I might not wipe. All right, let's clean this up. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to get a heads up for everybody, like we do every show, just want to let you guys know if you have any kitties in the room or if you just have people who are very religious and don't like the, the uses of profanity, uh, tell them to leave now. Speaking of kitties. Oh. Yeah, I just want to let you know. We have... Um, we have a, we we have a fan. We we special we guest. Yeah, we have a special guest. He's a fan. He he joined us early. He's gonna be just in the background. It's uh the Keith's younger brother, Keyshawn. The Keyshawn. The Keyshawn. Yeah, he's here to get all the bagels, and yeah. the coffee, hot chocolate. Thanks. 
Is, is it alright to grab my my Coronas out the freezer? Is it okay for me? Okay, thanks. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so once again, thank you guys for you know your support, your love. I'm gonna make sure that uh you know I shout you guys out whenever you guys share us, like us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat, on MySpace, whatever it is that we're gonna go on. Really? Um, mi gente. Really, <laughs> you know, skin. You know, share us on AIM Messenger. Local hookups. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to you guys out there. Uh, your people's shoe. You guys showed my love. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I'm gonna shout out my boy Grego, my man Grego Miranda. He shared me on Facebook. Well, you know, a lot of you other people just and shout out, out, shout out to all the females out there showing love for their show. Oh yes, especially after you know the little comment you made last week. Hello. Really? So if you guys don't know, we're gonna go just just quickly to the top three things that we learned from last week's episode. Top three, top three. Number one, number one, the Keith really despises Tom Brady. I mean, I've never seen as much hate for that man as I do for the Yankees. That's amazing. I can't. I I, I don't really have much more to say than you're 100 percent accurate. I don't. I, what I'm going to say is, I don't know if you still feel the same way that you do, or your feelings have deflated. You know what? To be honest with you, have you come to grips with it? The, a little bit of you know the pressure has gone out since last week. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, no emotion has been suspended. No, you know, you know, I've been regular. You know, I'm not going to judge you. Yeah. You see what I'm going with? Regularly this? checking up on things, oh, you know, okay. making sure things are, you know, perfectly in the right, you know, stability to make sure to let them go. Oh, okay. Number two that we've learned last week was Hulk Hogan is still a real American who fights for the right of every man. But Terry Bollea on the other hand is just a racist prick. I'm just going to throw it out there. Bollea, you are a racist prick. And honestly, I really don't think so. I just think that he just thinks that he's hip. That's all it is. You, you know what would be hip? He's going to be on Trick Daddy's like next album. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Masterpiece. Make him say, oh. Bring him back out of retirement. Where's Jay's? <laughs> you know what would, what would be hip if he was to finally cut that hair? Get rid of the goats and just be right. straight baldy. Seriously, bro. Come yeah, on, like just re- look. I'm like a real black guy. Like a, I, I, I look good with bald head. Like a, he looks like a disturbing thing. He's just, <laughs> it's just not cool, man. There was actually rumors saying that he had extensions. Like, where would you hook that up at? Like, <laughs> it's like it's like a, it's a string that goes around the ears. And lastly, lastly, we learned from last from from last week's episode. Uh, the only pinstripes that Keith Jesus likes Christ. is on a woman's rug. Not Yankee pinstripes. No, no. He likes the pinstripe on a woman's rug. I ain't, it's not wrong with it. It really ain't not wrong with <laughs> Hashtag it. Hashtag rugs. Hashtag rugs. Wow. That was, um, that was interesting to learn. <laughs> Listen, man. However you coordinate. Did you get feedback from that? Like, I feedback? mean, I, I definitely got feedback. I got a lot of, you know. Wow, I've been down that road too, bro. And a lot of uh, man, if you've seen the pinstripe, I've seen they're like a stripe in the street. I had someone tell me that they like theirs muffed and like afroed out, like if it's a seventies mm. movie, like, they had like the sideburns and everything. Well, when they take their pants off, you hear disco inferno or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys, for this show this week, we got. Too much going on. Too much going on. First of all, we got going down the line. We have fantasy football guys. Like I said, we have the expert in our clique, Mister the Beardist of Mister 
calling Mr. Touchdown Keith, giving us some rundowns and sharing his his info about what's going to be going on in uh, the quarterback division. We also have uh, some after trade uh, deadline moves with, with with MLB. There's some good moves that that happened along the way. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit lightly about that, especially a big move that we had. Our Mets, yeah, baby. Our Mets made some nice moves. Amen, bro. Let's we're go gonna, Mets. We're going to talk about that. And we also got a, we got a little memorial out there. We lost a good one in our wrestling world. Uh, Hot Rod Roddy Roddy Piper. Amen. Yeah, nice. we'll, we'll touch up on that. We're also going to we know it's August. And it's video game time. Yeah, man. That season. Madden season. Madden season's coming. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. <laughs> uh, sharing our thoughts on our football and uh, what we feel was our favorite games growing up. But uh, to start off the show, we're going to start off with the regular season sportscast. Police blotter. Jetting down the highway at 143. <laughs> you can't find me in the driveway. Listen, unfortunately, we still have athletes who apparently do not understand that. Apparently. When you have Absolutely. money, it does not mean we act foolish. Zero to 143. We really quick. need to start putting together a, a, a game plan of how to leave ourselves out the hood and get back to realizing that with money comes great responsibility you know a lot of this is karma for me Mm. because i'm pretty outspoken about every other athlete that's on every other team Mm -hmm. that usually do a f up and i'm the first one to be like oh they're so dumb why did they do this uh they're not brung up the right way and you know what about time to head home yes Uh, in case you guys didn't know we have a jets player who um Apparently doesn't understand that um, you driving that. under the influence with a minor. Explain it, Keith. Just explain. Sheldon Richardson, um, two-year pro, very good prospect. The guy's a stud. You know he's gonna he what he was looking to be a vocal point of our defense this year. He he's he's he plays offense along with defense. He's just so versatile. He's a very good player. He's just for his age. He had so many promising things coming into the season, along with the rest of our defensive front for the Jets. And um, he got a little caught up with marijuana. What? I know. The weed, as some would say. He, um, he got put into the drug rehab system, and um, he got caught again. And by getting caught again, you got suspended for four games. And for getting suspended four games, you're on a very, 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 very thin line. I know, I know, I know. And by being on the very line, I mean, you couldn't do anything wrong at that point. You couldn't even fart next to the president of the NFL. <laughs> and being in that... A pos- solid but deadly. Being you know I mean? in, just being in that position that he's in, he knew he had to walk a very thin line. And the very day that training camp opened up and uh, decided to interview my, 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 my fellow Jet... He openly said, you guys will never hear my name in the news again. And then about two hours later from that very point, the news comes out where he was speeding on a highway, doing 140, 143 after he was doing about 100 for a while. Well, at least he was consistent. Yeah, I mean, he, three cops, you know, registered him over 100 mm. at three different types of speeds. 
and he was finally topped off at 143. Yikes. He tries to get away from the cops by hiding in a driveway. And then by hiding in the driveway, the cops see him bend over in the front seat as if he was hiding something. Was he going to a paint and spray? I don't know if he was going to go wipe his culo. Uh, you know, I don't know what he was doing, but it was said that there was a loaded gun in the car. Who knows mm. if he was hiding the gun? It was said that there was aroma of marijuana in the car, mm. which I guess he still didn't get the point for being suspended already four games. That was his cologne. And he had a minor in the car, a 12-year-old nephew. Jesus Christ. With a few other family members, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, he almost hit for the cycle with that because all he needed to do was punch the little boy in the face. And he would have had like child abuse, and every oh, day it would have been a cycle. You know, I'm telling you, thing, that's amazing. The thing about this, it's like, man, bro, like, why? Like, Was what? he in Liberty City? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what, what what caused you. You know, like, what what's in your mind frame? Like, what are you thinking? You know, like, it, it's just like, bro. You must really not appreciate the God-given talent you've been, you know, blessed well, with. You really as, don't. As as Stephen A. Smith would say, it's most likely, you know, just 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 take it over. Just take it over, Stephen. TV, come on, national TV. Oh, Stephen A. He, he gotta look out. Look out for what? We, we really? You can't smoke weed. Period. <laughs> weed. Stay off. The weed. <laughs> Who are you, Snoop Dogg in a green room? <laughs> what the hell is going on? You want to sit there and stay on the weed, and you can't stay off the weed. Can you imagine that somebody put together a three-minute and thirty-second video clip of this? You know the guy who did that. And you can't stay off we need him on this show. <laughs> we need montages. Because you want to smoke some weed. You couldn't stay off the weed. He ain't getting busted for using. I mean, seriously, it's three. It just goes to tell you the the landscape of our sports field, in which Stephen A. Smith did three minutes and thirty second cuts of nothing but talking about weed. That's sad. That is just a sad. I appreciate the fact that he's very blunt about calling it weed too instead of marijuana because listen, medicinal marijuana ain't no damn it is a big damn difference compared to weed. Not cannabis. Yeah, listen, man. <laughs> I don't care if there's two states in the United States that allow medicinal marijuana use. It's illegal in the NFL. You cannot smoke weed in the NFL. I don't care if you're in Denver or wherever state you're at, you're not allowed to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could smell the weed next to that car. Let me tell you something. Have you ever have you ever indulged before? You ever smoked? Uh, twice in my life. Yes. Never done it twice. Yeah, only twice. It's not my thing. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's usually not for. And I can be honest. With you, I smoked in my teenage years. Oh. Oh, a lot of marijuana. Really? Yeah, I did. I, I smoked. Yeah, you wouldn't fool me. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I'm trying to be the role model for everyone, especially for Keyshawn, who's in the room. Um, and I let me tell you, after a certain period of time, you know, you gotta break away from it. I mean, you don't have to Red, stop. Red, you, you not, you're you're not bringing in millions, though. You, you know, I no, just, no, no, no. This is what I'm trying to. This is what I'm trying to say is that even for myself, I'm not bringing in millions, but I knew at a point in time that something was gonna have to stop. Like right. you know, and if you if you do indulge, because mind you, like I said, I'm not a prude about it. People are gonna smoke. That's you know whatever. 
do it at home. Right. The privacy of your home. There are two times in the NFL year that you can actually smoke weed and be fine with it. Mm. No, there. Excuse me. There are two times where you can smoke weed and not get caught. Let's right. just put it like that. Right. The times that you're not allowed to smoke weed if you're a rookie going in the NFL, uh, the combine, whether you know they test out your skills, their right. measurables, and everything. You got to be clean through that. Mm-hmm. And you have to be clean through training camp and mini camp and OTAs. Right. During the season, from weeks one to the end of the Super Bowl, you can smoke whatever you want as long as when testing comes around, you're clean. But if you have been caught before in the past and you're in the drug policy system, they're going to test you randomly. So that two period of the year window is gone. You can't smoke at all once you're in the system. And Sheldon Richardson was in the system. He got caught. Four-game suspension. And then now this. This fiasco on the highway. I mean, I don't know if he thought he was Tommy Versetti. I don't know if he thought, you know, who he was impersonating. I, I really don't know what he was thinking. Nico Bellic. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Nico Bellic. Yeah, I'm here in Liberty City. I, I and I know, come bro. to play for the Liberty City Jets. And you know what's funny? A few months prior to when he got caught in Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, there was a train crash mm. that was a big deal down there. And he was going faster than the train. 143 <laughs> miles per hour. No, that's a fact. I, so I don't know what you thought. You know, I don't... Man, I don't know. Listen, I was going to Atlantic City last week, and I was going 95. Mm. And the guy who was driving, he looked to his left, and he said, oh, let's see if there's cops there. And I said, bro, if you ever look to your left again, going 95 on the highway, and say, oh, let's see if there's cops there, I'm taking a cab to Atlantic City. I don't care how much he it is. He thought it was in your damn fool. speed, hot pursuit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess that's what happens when, you know, he... he I don't know. He, 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 what are, we, but, but what are we looking at now with, with the way sports is and, and the responsibilities that that players have? Look, we've all heard the 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 the, the montages and the, the 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 lines in which these players want to walk and say, "Listen, I'm not anybody's role model. I'm going to do what I please, whatever." Can. But even so, you're jeopardizing. You know, careers that you've had, you're building on for the sake of your family. This is selfishness. This is a lot to do with their upbringing. I really believe that. Yeah, there's a lot. I really of- do believe because these guys, you know, a lot of these guys are so talented, but they come from such horrible upcomings and up. They just they don't understand what it is to have a moral of life, right? And to follow certain guidelines to just make sure you're in the right mind frame and the right steps in life to just make sure you don't get in trouble. But I also think it's entitlement. They Sh- feel as though that they've made this this well, made it to a level in which they are. A part of it is that, that now they're entitled to do these Absolutely. Things. A part of it is that and a part of it is just not being knowledgeable enough. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, from what I'm taking from Sheldon Richardson growing up, he was around weed. Right. Constantly. And that's probably normal. You know, I was around Goya. That's normal for me. Are you smoking beans? No. I eat them though. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just his thing. I, I guess that's just him think he can't get out of I his lifestyle. Keith, I think Keith has an adobo problem. Yo. <laughs> listen. I'm going to put this line of adobo here. Listen, listen. Don't judge me. If you're in a Spanish house, you're going to find a little bottle of adobo. Which I always find weird. Anybody who has a coke problem, I've had people around me who've had, who's done coke. They're the only people I know in the drug paraphernalia world that always have to apologize for what they're doing. It's like, yo, yeah, son, so we went to the park, and I hold on a second. My bad, son, I didn't mean to do that in front of you. He's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> what the? 
Okay. Oh, man. And it's like the quickest thing anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. So, yeah, what, what, how are they going to crack down on him now? What's going to happen now? Man, it's bad, man. It looks real bad for him. I feel, I, 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 I'm trying my best to not let my jet emotion out, but. Okay, you know, we gotta, for tag, some, we gotta tag that one. Jet emotion, right? Hashtag that. It's shit. like a big sigh, like of just distress, disbelief, you know, sadness with us because you know we wanted this kid to be a part of this team. So we were already upset about him missing four games. Right now, might you have to really legitimately look at it as he's not playing this year. You know what? That damn machine is gonna be the death of this show. <laughs> Okay, but you know, I really, I really, I'm really upset about Sheldon, man. I really am upset. And you know what? He plays across an All Pro and Muhammad Wilkerson. Muhammad Wilkerson's out looking for a contract. Muhammad Wilkerson went to a Division three school. Muhammad Wilkerson worked his ass off Dang. to be an All Pro defensive lineman. He was ranked number three in Pro Football Talk last year amongst defensive linemen of any defensive lineman in the NFL. And you, you don't have you have that next to you. You know what I'm saying? If you if you got something going on, if you got something to to, to talk about with somebody, if you got some your know, question, yo, holler at your man's. You know? Like, does, but does this really hurt the Jets coming down the line? Absolutely. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because we, thank God we drafted a rookie in Leonard Williams. But you know you can't ask much of a rookie. There's yeah. gonna be growing pains. Right. But you know what? Sheldon was Sheldon was playing offense, bro. Sheldon was playing freaking fullback. Sheldon was lead blocking. Sheldon was, oh, man. And he was a big body, and he was just, he, he was so versatile. I mean, there was, a, there was a play last year where the Vikings broke away on a touchdown, and there was no safety, there was no corner chasing the breakaway receiver. It's Sheldon. Right. 280 pounds running down the field with the guy. You know what I'm saying? You don't see that in you know, often in many teams. This guy is a, a freak of an athlete. So do you think... He doesn't even know how good he is. He so really doesn't. The, the programs in which the NFL has implemented... You know what the program needs to do? I really do believe the one improvement they need to do. Right. Besides just hitting them down with suspensions, take away their money. Besides that, just take away their money. Do you think they, take away their money. You think that's going to be the... You know what? Suspend them and take away their money. You want to see how fast they're going to get in track once they can't buy that weed? And they can't be going 143 on a highway like that. You know who was a, who was a, uh, uh, you know, I would love a to. nice example of who like went through his transition and, and made it out. You know, the storm looking really good in a positive light was Randy Moss. Remember when, when Moss was going through his, his trials and tribulations and stuff? You ever seen the 30 for 30, Randy Moss? Uh, no, I haven't caught that one yet. But my whole thing is that I've been trying to catch up on all 30 for 30. Randy Moss's 30 for 30 is everything prior to him being a star in mm. Minnesota right. and him growing up in those bad areas being around nothing but weed. Yeah. And it's like he had no choice but to smoke weed, bro. Mm. Everybody was doing it. That was all that was around him. He was a star athlete. Everybody else around him was star athletes. Everybody's smoking weed. Mm. What, what do you expect a, a, a 16-year-old kid is going to do? You, you, know guys, who, you have guys who actually leave the league because they can't smoke weed. Like it, it's just, Ricky Williams? Yeah. Uh, like, hello. That was the weedest thing I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> that was yeah, weed, weed. Weed coming out of his helmet with them dreads. Yeah, but that you know, is it that serious to throw away millions? We wouldn't know, Brad. We wouldn't know. We never. We would never know. We yeah, were, we're, we're not in the in the situation that these gentlemen are. And the thing is, is that a lot of entitlement that you, the, the entitlement thing that you were mentioning, they feel like they walk above water at sometimes. You know what I'm saying? 
And that's just how some people believe that they are when they get that check. Yeah, that's uh, and it's, it's when you when, many when, of these guys are talented. Yeah, right, when know. you're when you're when you're in college and the world is at your feet, women are throwing themselves at you, guys are throwing money at you, and they're taking you wherever you want to go. And then you go to the NFL where you're on ESPN, NFL Network, all these places. Mm. Oh, I smoke weed. Yeah, what? Who cares? They love me. I'm still gonna be on TV. That's just that's just how it is. I tell you that that entitlement. That's what it boils down to. All right, that's the closing of that segment. We could have wrapped it on for days because it just pisses me off that these guys sit there and they throw away their talent. Just it's real sad, man. Real it's real sad. Entitlement. But coming up for you next is uh, what we're looking at is uh, a very touchy, touchy topic, which I should really have given the Keith shit about because. You know, I you know, I I, I didn't want to really go into deeply with the whole Hulk Hogan thing, but it is kind of something that still lingers over, especially what's going on in our current event and our and our populace now, which is racism. And now uh, there's a seems to be an, a a medium a media spotlight on Chip Kelly about this. You know, well, let's just be fair. With all the respect to Hulk Hogan and his issues. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. Hulk Hogan is its own entity, and Mr. Baloa is another. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like two different things. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. (laughs) Two different things combining at one. One is a wrestler. One is a racist. Right. And it's just like I felt like the WWE were were attacking Terry instead of attacking Hulk. You know right. what I'm saying? And you can't really separate. They diminished way. Hulk. They got rid of Hulk. Yeah, it's like... They should have just got rid of Terry. You know, and, 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 and we had proof of him saying what he was saying and this, that, and the third. And there's kind of no way around it. Terry is a bit of a juice. Right, yeah. he's. But now when we come into this light of an NFL coach right. named Chip Kelly, former coach of the University of Oregon, current head coach of the Philadelphia. I don't like the name Chip. Chip sound like a white man who don't like black people. Chip around me, cracker. How many chips you know in your hood? Hey, you don't put no chip with no honey. Chip, no. I ain't no chip at my job. Listen, when the only chip you eating out here is a little bit dark with a little bit salt. Yeah, but that... Some random... The only chip I would know is probably like either like someone I went to camp with years ago <laughs> sleepaway camp but other than that it's like Chip Kelly is a is a is, is, is a NFL head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. right now Chip Kelly has his way of doing things right Chip Kelly is somewhat of a visionist somewhat of a mad scientist kind of persona he has his, he has, he has his, his way he has, a, he has a method he has now, a plan he has when Chip Kelly entered his uh, regime with the Philadelphia Eagles he had a great roster right like legitimate Players here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. You had Sean, LaShawn McCoy. You had Deshaun Jackson. You had Jeremy Macklin. You had legit guys. Like yeah. you can like really like build off. Fast forward to today, none of those guys are there. Yeah, they're gone. And a lot of these guys are coming out and saying, "Well, well listen, Chip likes his type of guys, and Chip has his way of looking at guys, and Chip has his way of building his own team." And a lot of these guys, you know, they're using the R word. They're calling out race cards, which is which in this in this situation, I in my opinion, I think it's unfair because it's like, look, you walk into a job, you've been working for a company for two two and a half years, you've you've known this supervisor for this long period of time, then all of a sudden, supervisor either quits, retires, moves on to another position, and a new person comes in. And that new person that's going to come in is not going to want to stick to the old format 
they're usually going to be the one to put their foot on something and leave their imprint and they'll change it. And a lot of times changing comes by bringing in their type of employees. The thing about in their people. The thing about that, I agree with you on the home front of that. The thing about that is before we get into the recent comments made by the recently traded Brandon Boykin, who was prior to this issue a Philadelphia Eagle and now is a Pittsburgh Steeler. And it's not really that good, I so mean, I can understand why yeah, he he's a He's whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is that before all this, you know, you had a, a, a all-pro running back, LaShawn McCoy, basically say, you know, we're not his type of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing it out there like, you know. He don't really like us, brothers. You know, he's not. That's the, that's the, basically the way he was talking. If you really inferred it in any other way, then you didn't really hear LaShawn right. McCoy. LaShawn McCoy basically said he don't like us. What do you mean by us? Running back? Because he, he has a plethora of running backs. So what are you trying to say? You know? No, it couldn't be that he didn't like arrogant you know, and blowhard stupidness. But yeah. LaShawn McCoy was trying to make it seem like, yo, bro, right. he don't like bros. Like that, that thin, that thin veil. And prior, the thing that kind of was the seed that planted into that was prior to that, to LaShawn McCoy leaving and making his statement, mm-hmm. who is now a Buffalo Bill, they had a receiver named Riley Cooper who went to a country uh, concert and he was caught on TV oh, and on camera yes. saying the N-word with the ER at the end, vulgarly, saying you... Yeah, this was uh-uh. he, no. he, he wasn't at a Drake concert. <laughs> he uh, wasn't at Meek Mill. He Meek wasn't charged up and back to back. No, if you know no, what I'm saying? No, but no. the thing is, is that Deshaun McCoy isn't on the team. Deshaun Jackson, not on the team. Right. Jeremy Macklin, not on the team. These are all black athletes. And the reason why some of these guys are feeling some type of way, before we get into Brandon Boykin, Riley Cooper is still on this team. Right. And Riley Cooper is probably nowhere near better than Brandon Boykin is. You know what I'm saying? As a football player. Right. You know, Riley Cooper, you could cut him today and the team is not going to take a hard like right. loss. That's right. It's not going to be missing, like, missing too much. You know, and Riley Cooper, you know, with all due respect to Riley Cooper, you haven't done much for him to keep you on the roster anyway, so why are you on the roster? That's basically the general, you know, consensus of why is Chip bringing in his type of guys when right. is your type of guy a guy who just stands on the you know the side of the field blocking like that's all he's good for what, what for that you get a, a draft a guy to do that but you know I, to play devil's advocate on this part I, I would say that you know maybe there is a scheme that he's looking to place players right then you know maybe that's that type of I, 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 I agree too right. I absolutely agree. I don't, you know because I don't McCoy think the races at all McCoy leaves and who did he bring in Oh, he brought in the, the Marco Murray, the leading rusher. Wait, is he black? Yeah, um, oh. Listen, man, he has plenty of black. This, the, the thing about Chip Kelly is that he has plenty of guys on the team that are black. I think that's what it pretty much boils down to. It's the Riley Cooper thing. It's the, I, I, yeah, I think it's that, and I think it's the fact that, listen, Chip Kelly comes from you know, a college, a collegiate coaching area, which there's a lot of hard-nosed coaching. Like, this is... This is like, you know, the, the, he had full, different schemes. The thing is, he had 100% right. control of the right. He was the GM. He was the owner. He was the head coach in Oregon. Yeah. He was everything. And he's he was successful you know, there. Yeah. And he was trying to awesome. bring that because that's what... And that's why you bring him. Look, this is what happened with Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Johnson in Miami. You brought him into Dallas. He had that same mentality. They gave him the reins. He went to Dallas. Although Jerry Jones could be too much. But even Jimmy Johnson at that time, he was like, no, this is how we're going to work. Jerry Jones, once he realized... 
that Jimmy Johnson didn't play that crap, yeah, he got rid of him. Right. Regardless, even though they had those Super Bowl games, he got rid of him. But yeah. he still had but that. But Jimmy Johnson was like, "This is what I. This right. is how it's gonna go." And this is why a couple of you know a couple of other examples like the Sabins and stuff when they make that leap to the NFL for a little bit, GMs and and owners don't really play well with those type of coaches. They don't like it because they're more hands on into team organization than anything else. And I think that's what Chip Kelly's doing now. To Brandon Boykin, his comments, and I quote, he can't relate and that makes him uncomfortable, speaking on Chip Kelly. He likes total control of everything and he don't like to be uncomfortable. Players excel when you let them naturally be who they are. And in my experience, that hasn't been important to him. End quote. Brandon Boykin is basically saying, I'm not a Chip Kelly guy. He don't like me. Which is fine. He never said, you know what I'm saying, I'm black and he white and he don't like me. And look what Boykins wanted. Boykins wanted to be a starting corner. He wanted to play a main position knowing that he's not fit for that position. He can't play there. There's highlight reels of him getting burnt by everybody. I think the kicker burnt really burnt him at one time of any team. Like this, he's listen. He plays a nickel position. He plays a dime position at times. Be comfortable with that. Here, here's um, here's him retracting his statements. This is the best part about Brandon Boykin. His old issue with Chip Kelly. He goes, "When you're a player, you want to be able to relate to your coach off the field." There were times he didn't just talk to people. You would walk down the hallway and he wouldn't say anything to you. I'm not saying he's a racist in any way. End quote. He could have not said that last line and we would have been okay. Right. It he didn't even have yeah. to throw the R word out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like you're trying to retract your statements because you, you went no, off well, and I guess, saying... I guess not. Chip Kelly was supposed to take everybody to a Kanye and concert yeah. and, just, like, and just like hold hands while he was singing. Yeah, um, Chip Kelly, he, he told him... Blood on the leaves and shit. Like, Chip, really? Come on now. Chip Kelly told Honestly. him... Honestly. Chip Kelly told him, listen, you're going to get traded, da, 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 this, then the third. He hugged him out, gave him a pound. Listen, because the man didn't walk... The man walked down the hallway and he, he didn't Listen, acknowledge you. Prove to me. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles with an all-white team and instead of helmets, they have on Klansman um, hats. They have the pointy hats. Then you could tell me he's a racist. Other than that, from what I see, I think he's a guy that's just coming in, cleaning house of... That's the know, thing. They haven't like, seen a coach do this. Right. So it's already... Let's jump the gun. Chip Kelly this, Chip Kelly that. But you know what? I guarantee We're you... We're going to change ourselves to the Philadelphia Klansman. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, if, if, if anyone's ever been to Philly... It's a tough town. It's tough. And it's probably one of the most racist towns in the East, like the East area. Outside of maybe mm-hmm. Boston. Mm-hmm. Like Philly. I've actually heard stories about Man, meth fans. I love you black players. Yeah. Jesus. I heard meth fans <laughs> go to, to, to see a Philly game yeah. over there. And... Man, fights breaking out, food getting thrown yeah, on. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough over there. But let's look at it this way: Are we, Do we see racism across the board in the NFL more rampant, or is just? Do you think this is just like one isolated incident that? You and, it's, and I'm not even saying that he's racist. It's just that someone that wants to elude to it. The thing about that word and the NFL, it's so hard to 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 give some type of insight because predominantly it's a black sport. Right. You know, and most of these guys, you know, unfortunately, most of these guys are so talented, but they're just not intelligent enough to figure out that, hey, most of us are black. So majority of people who are going to get in trouble are going to be black. You really don't hear much 
issues going on with a bunch of white guys because yeah, they're not that many. It's not exactly. You know what I'm saying? Most of these guys that are getting in trouble, it's not because they're just black. It's because almost all you guys right. who play football are black. Right. Because it's you like know? saying like 80% of the league is, you know, yeah, it's, 80% of the league it's a numbers thing, so, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, 8 out of 10 are going to be in trouble. But the black. thing is, is that when you hear, look, Sheldon Richardson, black, you know, prior to him, you could go down the list. Josh Gordon, black. Right. You know? You go down the list so far, Greg yeah. Hardy, black, yeah. Ray Rice, black, you know? Tom and Brady. Douche. <laughs> That's it, though. Tom is, like, the only one probably besides Riley Cooper. He does the, white, like, he does the white collar crime that <laughs> everybody... I was trying to refrain it. about talking about that gentleman I know, at all I know, today. but it, it still correlates to what I'm saying. By the way, his birthday just passed. Happy birthday, Tom. Mm. I hope you realize you're, allowed, you're, you're one year closer to not playing anymore, you bum. Oh, retirement's coming. So anyways, but the, these guys <laughs> that are predominantly playing, they're black. There's a lot of these guys who are intelligent that stay away from problems. As I said, I, I mentioned Mo Wilkerson. Mo Wilkerson is a stand-up guy. Right. There's a lot of these guys who are stand-up guys, and they, they, they kind of just have one slip-up, like Le'Veon Bell. He had a slip up. Le'Veon Bell is an awesome guy. Right. He's black. He had one minor slip up. He was driving a car with a friend, another NFL player, who was smoking weed. But Le'Veon Bell wasn't smoking weed. He was just driving the car. And because he was driving the car, he got in trouble. Okay. But, you know, we don't look at Le'Veon Bell. It's, oh, my God, Le'Veon Bell is such a, a bad person. And he, you know, when you got a, like, a track record, like somebody like Josh Gordon, like... You know, some of these guys used to have, like, you know, unfortunately, we love Randy Moss, but he had a track record. Yeah, he had a bad You know, the, the thing follows you, and it's harder on Ultra top single. of... Uh, it's on top of that, that you're black. It makes it worse. It's hard. So, to use the racism card in the NFL... It's easy. It's an easy, it's easy yeah, way it's easy. out. It's, it's easy. a cop-out. It's like, you know, the only way I can see if it's a racist thing is if a, a team literally has, like, two, three black guys. Yeah. Like, and you're not going to see that because... African Americans are just so athletic and so good at this sport. What, what idiot is gonna do that? You know, you, you even you, you say African Americans. I, I, my whole thing is like, I would do the same thing with Chip Kelly, is which is I'm looking for the best guys who fit in my scheme. Absolutely, I don't care if you're orange, blue, yellow, purple. Doesn't matter, bro. You know, if 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 you can go out there and play the game the way I need you to play, and it shows my success that we can win, then damn it, I'm gonna take whoever. It I don't is. know get rid of who's gonna win. Who's Look, gonna Demarco get rid of. Demarco Murray is a stud, absolute stud, and he's on the Eagles. Yeah. So Lashawn McCoy, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. At all, at all. And I know he said that before Demarco got there, but bro. Cut it out. You know what I'm saying? I think it was Cut it sour out. grapes. You know the Boykin thing. I think he just the first time anybody decided to interview the brother. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't know what to say. And you know, when a lot of times, a lot of these guys, they don't ever really have to, you know, do the whole camera thing, the post game press conference, because a lot of these guys, you know, they, they let the quarterback do it. They let the star of the defense do it. Right. Brandon Boykin was nowhere near the star of that defense at all, so I'm pretty sure he barely was interviewed at all last season. And you know what? Now he needs, you know, he's probably going to be somewhere now, you know, and he's playing the same role. He's not going to do anything different. He's going to be filling that same role and. What you was asking for in Philly, you're not going to get in I'm Pittsburgh. dying for Brandon Boykin to play one year in Pittsburgh and to get cut by his black coach, Mike Tomlin, <laughs> and see how racist shit is now. He might get cut at freaking training camp. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's going to be like, yo, bro, I, I could have been purple. You're still getting cut. 
All right, we're going to close out this segment. We're going into halftime right now, guys. Listen, I want to once again thank you guys for downloading the podcast. Yo, you guys have been awesome. Uh, listening to us talk you know, our ridiculousness uh, for 40 minutes at length and even deeper. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, once again, the Keith and I are, are going to be doing this weekly. Uh, social media, we're going to be bombing you guys. Be ready because we're gonna be once this is once this is downloaded. I mean, once this is uploaded, excuse me. You guys are gonna be seeing it for real. Uh, we want a lot of fan participation too when we get our social yeah, media outlets out. We want to get your mind. We want to. We don't want to be the only voices of the show. We want your voices. This is this is a show for y'all, and you know we're blessed to do it. And but we want to hear you guys. We want every type of outtake you guys can give us. Yeah, info. Uh, any anything. Any opinion. Feels, any opinion. We're good for it. And hey, listen. Thanks again, all right? So, uh, guys, just sit back for a little bit. We're just going to regroup so we can get ready for the next segment. And uh, trust me, we'll be back a lot faster than Sheldon Richardson would. Oh. <laughs> Halftime, y'all. Shut my mouth, till the smoke clears out, and my high, I'ma rip this shit, till my bones 
in my bone Till the roof comes on, till the lights go out Till my leg give out, can't check my mouth Till the smoke clears out, and my high I'm gonna rip this shit till my bone This week, week, week in sports, 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 history, history, history. This week in sports history is brought to you by Bumpin' Fresh Feminine Hygiene. That's right, ladies. Bumpin' Fresh Feminine Hygiene. For when that stink is coming from down there, we have the solution. <laughs> Flavors come in marijuana mint, Newport nectar, <laughs> malt liquor mango, and eucalyptus. Bumping fresh feminine hygiene. Get away from that stink in your pink. I love our paid advertisers. They, they really <laughs> he just lost like five <laughs> followers and shit because they fucking coochie stinking shit. <laughs> coochie smelling like malt liquor. If a woman's coochie smells like more liquor, I'm drinking. I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing that bitch in a bath of Listerine. Get me up at the bar. I hope it's a forty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So yeah, we're back, guys, and <laughs> what, a fool, what a way man. to come back to. Uh, we're gonna open up this second half of the show. We're gonna be talking. Uh, it's that season, guys. It's fantasy football season. Yes, and I'm lucky to have as my partner, Mr. Expert himself. Would you stop? I just I just like shining your ass sometimes. I wish I was an expert. I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, I'd yeah. be on ESPN. And be on Twitter, giving, giving some information and stuff. Uh, so the position that we're going to be talking about this week is we're going to look at the main 
main man of the of the whole boats, the, the captain of it all, the quarterback. We're gonna do the quarterback tier this week. We're yeah. gonna go tier by tier, week by week. So next week we'll touch on the running backs. Yeah. So and so on and so forth. Yeah. So this week oh, we got the quarterbacks, and uh, there's a there's a big class coming out. We have a, we have a bunch of guys that. You know that that looks like they're gonna have breakout years. Got some um, guys who are gonna make some bounce backs, possibly. Got some guys who are gonna be continuing to be consistent. Some busts. Some busts that's gonna be going down the line. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about some thoroughbreds that we know that that we feel that's gonna continue to have strong years coming up forward. Who, well, who do you got? Uh, starting off with the two top, you know, the two top dogs in fantasy football when it comes to the quarterback position, it's Andrew Luck. And um, Aaron Rodgers. For those who watch football, those name chips sound familiar. Those guys are studs. <laughs> studs in their own right. These guys put up points. These guys are going to possibly be the leading scorer of your team, uh, depending on what format you guys play. PPR, points per reception, or standard leagues. Regardless, these guys are going to be the leading vocal point of your team if you do draft them high, which they're going to go high regardless. So if you're interested, you got to get on it. Basically, those two guys are tier one, and you can basically make a case for a tier two, and you can just go by the names, and you can put in who you think is right after those guys, but it's a crapshoot. Most of these guys are kind of bunched together after that, and uh, you kind of got to, not to say hit lightning in a bottle, but, uh, you know, to separate, you know, from the bunch and to go into that top tier with Luck and Rodgers, another quarterback is going to kind of have to, like, have a big year. I'm. I've heard some rumors that actually point out that uh, Luck might not have a breakout kind of year. Oh, not breakout, but a consistent year again. Mm-mm, those are the guys who were sniffing coke next to you and say, "Here, try this. My bad, or whatever they did." Mm-mm, not happening. Listen, man. I'm all. I like his name, bro. but I don't think it's gonna happen this year. <laughs> my bad. I, I thought this was a coat on my hand, not a coat on the house. Excuse me, that's a goal line. Shit, I gotta go sniff that. That's a long line right there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end zone for me. I see you when I see you. No, um, but yeah, uh, I, there was rumors of that happening, and um, I don't think it's happening. The guy's uh, good. No way. Yeah, and what 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 are we looking at when it comes to, of course, uh, Mr. Peyton Manning himself? What what are your opinions on that? You know, Peyton Manning is a conundrum this year. Yeah, because normally he would be in that top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, away from fantasy, Peyton Manning. We all love Peyton Manning. But right. Peyton Manning just had a turnover of head coach. He went from. He went. He went to from a, a predominantly passing offense where he had all the reins basically, right. and he was basically doing his thing. Where now he has, you know, some strings right there pulling him away, and they just want to put the running game into effect. Right. And now with his new head coach Gary Kubiak, they want to make sure that the running game saves Peyton for the whole season. Where as we saw last season, mm-hmm. towards the end of the season, where it got a little bit colder, the weather got a little bit wetter. And it was just a harder environment for Payton to, you know, excel because we always saw Peyton Manning in Indianapolis in the Dome as we're now in Denver where the elements of Mother Nature get involved. It kind of affects his throwing motion after the next surgery. So it's like you got Peyton until November, you're good. And then after November, you really got to start questioning what's going to happen with Peyton because he's going to go outdoors a lot. Right. Hopefully he doesn't go to a cold city like Chicago or he doesn't go to a cold city like Green Bay. And then you really have to sit there and question it because last season, for most you know championship teams or most teams that were in the championship and that had Peyton or going against Peyton in that week 16, I believe, game 
against Cincinnati in in Cincinnati, which is not predominantly very cold. It was a it was a cold, windy day that night, and Peyton Manning was awful. And a but lot of teams, the only the person he can't beat is Jack Frost. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, we love Peyton, but he there's one if there's one quarterback you want to go into the elements of the weather with is Peyton Manning. Ever since the, the days of Indy, mm. when he would go up to New England and he would just have a rough, rough day because yeah. of the weather. But Peyton Manning is really. You, with respect to the name, he would be in the tier two after those top dogs. Is he? Would you consider him like on the bubble, like type of uh, quarterback? Meaning that you know, it, it, it that bubble may burst soon. That he's not gonna have uh, that. He's thirty nine years old. I mean, for Peyton, uh, for Peyton to do anything great right now, it would just you go along with the rest of his greatness. Mm. Because so it wouldn't surprise me at all what Peyton would do. Right. But the thing about Peyton is that you kind of gotta like pull back some of the expectations with Peyton because, you know, you can be batting a thousand, but, you, you know, no one bats a thousand like, you know, Father Time. Right. So Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning to a certain extent, and there's going to be a time where Peyton Manning is just going to be like, you know what, we guys, it's just not happening. So you, you figure that uh, Luck and and, uh, and uh, Don't get me wrong. I could see myself drafting Peyton Manning for all you guys not, out there. Not, not first or second round. No. I can't do it. Me personally, I can't do it. There's too much talent, too much rich talent out there to go, and I, I can wait on paying. Whether so, you want to go and get them or not, that's up to you. So me, I rather would. Luck and uh, Rogers will probably be your safe bet that if you're gonna go get them early. The if you want a quarterback batter, you want your guy to put up points, and you want to know that guaranteed, no matter what's happening this week, my quarterback's gonna do good, right. regardless of you know everybody has that fluke week. Right. You know, Luck and Rogers are your guys. All right, and. uh I have questions because there's a there's a few guys that I want to see uh, get up to the, that 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 second tier almost uh, first tier type of quarterbacks. One of them is uh, Drew Brees. Well, Drew Drew for a while was a top tier guy. For, right, for many to, years Drew was a top guy. Yeah, you know? I'm waiting for him to make that comeback. The thing about Drew is that Drew his his his. His core around him is not there like it used to be. He had weapons all over. Now he really he really has maybe just maybe two weapons now. Mm. He has young receiver Brandon Cooks and he has CJ Spiller. Losing Jimmy Graham. You know, yeah. And the thing about Jimmy Graham is like, you know, not to sh- not to say anything bad about Jimmy Graham, but you know, Drew Brees made Jimmy Graham. Right. You know, like Tom Brees didn't make Gronkowski. Gronkowski was gonna be a star anywhere. Mm. Like I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham, he's a great talent, great, you know, tight end and all. But Jimmy Graham, all the money he's making can go to, you know, what Drew Brees did for him on the field. Because Drew Brees is that good. Drew Brees can make an average receiver go out there and look amazing. The thing about Drew, excuse me, Drew Brees is that, (laughs) is that going to make the podcast? Oh, sure. Let's leave it there. The thing about Drew Reese is that another guy who's facing father time, but he does have the benefits of being inside of a dome, being still with his head coach, and you know, just being the that guy that before Drew Brees was a top tier guy, he was more of a guy about tempo, running the ball, and then he just exploded for about a four year stretch. You know, I do believe Drew Brees can come back, but you know, they gotta make sure that Drew Brees is not on the floor. That's what I saw almost last year. Almost every time I watch the Saints, Drew Brees is on the floor. Right. You can't throw the ball when you're on the floor. Not so he's not protected very well. You know, even if you don't have weapons or you do, you got to have your quarterback standing. So, you know, that's the problem with Drew. Another but I do think Drew is, I do think Drew would be one of those guys that you want to gamble with that could hit the tier one, though. Another another quarterback that I'm, I'm hoping that there's a lot of buzz going around him in training camp is uh, uh, Roethlisberger. 
uh, Big Ben, as Big we touched ben. last week, Big yeah. Ben got weapons all over the field. Yeah. The thing about Ben is that you you you, you saw what he did last year, but then you saw the the, the you know the low moments. Right. Big Ben is the biggest roller coaster when it comes to quarterbacks. Right. Big Ben give you sixty points next week. He's giving you twenty. Right. If you could live with that, by all means. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I love Big Ben. I made that very clear. But Big Ben, when it comes to fantasy, it's like, ooh. You know who's a quarterback that everybody puts, you know, they, they, they rank him high. And mm-hmm. I sometimes get nervous about wanting to draft him. Who? It's Russell Wilson. I think that's the guy that I have labeled with bust potential this year. This because year? of where he's going in drafts and how high people do believe. Right. A lot of people believe that he's that the top of the tier two going into the tier one. I love Russell Wilson away from fantasy football. I think he's an awesome talent. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a great leader. But um, they just don't throw the ball enough for me. Even with Jimmy Graham, and there's reports saying that Jimmy Graham is going to be blocking 75% of the time. Wow. So what's the point of getting Jimmy Graham? Wow. And you're losing a star lineman that protected Russell. Right. You know, now Russell may have to scramble a little bit more. You yeah. know, may Russell... You know, Russell may have to do a little bit more with his feet. And that's the mo- one thing that attracts people to Russell Wilson because of his feet, because he's so dynamic, because he can move, because he can run in a touchdown with his feet. The thing is, is that you only want your quarterback doing that for so long before somebody really hurts him. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm surprised you don't have really closer to the top tier or mm-hmm. even the top tier. Who? As uh, the man everyone loves to hate, Tony Romo. He's you know, a, he's a, I, he's, a number, he's a number buster. I mean, you know, Tony, the thing about Tony... I think Tony, I, I, I do think Tony can be a top tier guy. I do think so. But the thing about Tony is that I would draft him. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I like Tony. I've had him before. Totally reliable. That's the one thing you think about Tony when it comes to fantasy. So reliable. He's never going to give you that roller coaster that big, big Ben does. Right. He'll never give you 60, then 20. He's always like 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. You know, like that, that type of guy. Right. You know, he's the guy that gives you four touchdowns he's, a game. Yeah, and then like hundred something yards, and, and the, then you the, the thing, the thing about yeah that and the thing about Tony is that he could give you four touchdowns and like maybe two hundred yards, and then the next week he give you four hundred yards and a touchdown. And a but touchdown, it all right. kind of like somewhat measures up to the same somewhat, amount of points. Yeah, you just don't want him getting hit. Right, he has two back surgeries. You don't want nothing touching him. Last year. Their mind state going into the season, the Dallas Cowboys, we're going to protect Tony as much as possible, which means we're going to give the ball to DeMarco Murray 400-plus times. DeMarco Murray's not there anymore. Right. There's plenty of guys who can run the ball for them, but they're not DeMarco Murray reliable. So coming into this year, fantasy-wise, you think, okay, hey, DeMarco's not there. Maybe they don't trust none of these running backs. Maybe they might let Tony throw it a little bit more this year because right. last year he had a career low in attempts. So that is very attractive. But the thing about Tony is that you don't want to get too ahead of yourself with Tony Romo because Tony Romo is a liability when it comes to health. It's scary because I've seen him laying on his back more than once. Right. Not to say anybody could get him on the field because anybody can, but he's, he's had a injury history, and it's just very scary. Another bubble guy that I want to throw out there who, who had a fairly decent year last year mm-hmm. up and down was uh, Cam Newton. Killer. So who do you who do you well how do you see him coming up in the upcoming season for fantasy? Superman Killer Cam. Okay, here's the thing with Killer Cam. Cam Newton is always going to be ranked in the top ten. Why? Because he's dynamic. Same thing as Russ. Cam Newton throws probably the same amount as Russell Wilson. Cam Newton probably runs the same amount as Russell Wilson. They probably do pretty much the same thing. The thing that separates them is that. 
Cam Newton doesn't have that many t- that much talent around him to score, so most of it is on Cam's shoulder. So for Cam to do good, you gotta really hope that Cam is on his A game probably most of the season. If you have a, a team that can carry you two wins and Cam can just be average, mm-hmm. then you can live with Cam Newton as your quarterback. Right. But Cam Newton, he's not gonna always give you those games where it can be like, ah, oh, I can live with that. Cam Newton more than anything can give you those games where, oh my god. Why did I draft this guy? Right. And then when he gives you those games where you're like, oh, my God, this guy's doing him, you're already out of the playoff race. Right. You're already, your team sucks. Your team's done. You know what I'm saying? For him to get on that hot streak, it's like you're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. It comes. Right. But it's like, it came now. You know, I've seen it already a few times in my personal leagues where a guy has Cam Newton, slow out the gate, horrible. But then he gets hot later on. He's already been traded twice. Right. Somebody else gets Cam Newton at that right price. So the thing about Cam is like, Cam could run in a bunch of touchdowns. Cam Cam could throw it. I like Cam. I'm a big Cam Newton supporter, fantasy-wise and regular football-wise. But the thing about Cam when it comes to fantasy is that you got to prepare for Cam to not be as spectacular as it looks. You know, right. They don't let him throw it too much. They try to hold him back. You know, They like to run the ball. They're not the most spectacular offense. They're right. very vanilla. You know, It's Cam that does all the amazing work. And then you don't want Cam, you know, you don't want Cam taking too many risks. That's the thing about Cam. There's um, there's one that I have on my radar. He's not gonna be my most likely be my first pick. Okay, but he's gonna be looking like he's gonna be my second pick coming out as a backup, which I, which I, I know a lot of people may write high on him, and his numbers do crunch very highly. It's um, Matt Ryan. What you, wanna, you know, you know, you, you don't have to have him as your backup. You know, he's not that no, bad as a starter. No, no, I know that, but he's like one of those things because I'm, I'm eyeing another quarterback. But it's okay. a safe bet to hell have, yeah to have in the back. Hell yeah, right? Hell yeah, I had I had Matt Ryan last year, and um, there were a few weeks that I was like, oh man, I know he could have done better, but it's right. not his fault. Right. The thing about the, like, a lot of injuries in the receiving core. Yeah, but like you know, he has that machine, Julio. In you know. Unfortunately, Roddy White had his issues with injuries, right. and, and um, I believe that third receiver had a few injuries as well. Um, Harry Douglas. The thing about the Atlanta Falcons is that they just don't have the best thing to protect. He's is another thing. Same thing with Drew. Right. They don't have nothing to protect Matt. And the, the, unfortunately, Matt. I, I love Matt Ryan. I think his talent is awesome. Right. I really do think Matt Ryan can be lead of uh, have a year where it's like, you know, we've seen him. We haven't seen him throw for like forty five thousand yards we haven't we haven't seen that right and he has the potential to yeah like we haven't seen you know four thousand five hundred yards we haven't seen that yet just because you don't protect them right and he never really tops more than like maybe 30 to 35 touchdowns you know a lot of these top tier guys get that in their sleep right you know what i'm saying like it's like you don't you even as matt ryan as solid as he is he's probably as solid as they come like tony he doesn't get injured it's just you're afraid. Like last year, it's just so many times where he couldn't get the ball out of his hands because there's guys coming all over the place that can't protect them. Right. And the thing about Matt is that I still haven't seen, you know, the breakout year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the whoa, look at this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully it comes. Which um which quarterbacks are going to be the ones that are on the um to stay away from? Don't um, touch them. Yeah, don't touch them. Guys, I'll tell you right now. The guys who, who a lot of like novice fantasy football. I'll tell you right now. That's gonna be that type. Depending how you want your team to be built. If you want your team built with a a solid, I I look at I look at your fantasy teams as a body. You have a head, you have a body, and you have your legs. Mm -hmm. You have your core, you have your head to the core, and then you have your legs. Your legs are your bench. 
if you want to build your body with a if you want to build your team with a great body and great legs, you know, if you want to, you know, oh how goodness. can you say this? Sounds if you like, want to, sounds like this lady I know. If oh, you want to, if you want to, Sofia Vergara. Ay, que linda. You know, then you can live with Russell Wilson as your head hold as on, a quarterback. Hold on, I'm gonna go use your bathroom. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. But if you if if you want an Emily Rajanowski where her head is just woof her face you just want to squish her face and just and then you know the body not too great you can motivate it enough but you know then the bench yeah but you know the face you just can't get by her face then you go for those top tier quarterbacks so I'm sorry I'm touching myself <laughs> the guys that you want to stay away from that are you know predominantly to me bus candidates I'm ranking Russell Wilson as a bus I think Russ Russ is dangerous. Um, because I did. Oh, I got one for you. I did see. I got one. Uh, okay. How about Andy Dalton? Don't you dare say his name again on this podcast. You can hit that ten times. I have a friend who likes Andy Dalton, <laughs> and I look at my friend like upside down. Like, what are you? And I'm stupid. Like, I don't get it. But Andy Dalton, that the hell on my face. Bro. How about Jay Cutler? You know, Jay Cutler, Jay Fantasy. Look, you know what? Because you drafted him last year, and oh, you did stop. your dumbness with him. Oh, whatever. I'm not going to totally bash him, but Jay Cutler, the thing about fantasy, Jay Cutler, he force feeds. Right. You like that with quarterbacks. You right. just throw it. You know what? Throw, throw an interception. I don't give a shit. You right. know what? As long as you keep throwing it. That's the thing with Jay Cutler. He's not sexy. He's not going to win you leagues. But you know what? You know who everybody who I also think everybody has this confidence in and they all do, and they think this year will be that year for him. It's just um, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, say Matthew Stafford. Oh no no no. Oh, but you wait, can hit wait, that wait, for wait. Matthew Stafford right now. Wait, hit it again. One more time. Wait, one more time. That's for a friend, Louis Z. Those are like the four <laughs> years he drafted him. No, I was gonna say um, RG three. Everybody's looking for oh, for him to make my. that breakout. Do we have a Do we have a worse one than that? Wait, There's hold on. Like, wait, I got I, I got this way. <laughs> 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 All right, Dito, if you're a Washington Redskins fan, you know what? Jump off the roof. Go ahead. It's okay. It's all right. I totally understand. Uh, Robert Griffin III is absolutely horrifying. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything more. Uh, but, you know, there is one more bust that I, I do want to throw out there that some people may be, you know, looking late and be like, ooh, maybe this guy. But um, I think a total bust candidate is uh, Ryan Tannehill. I think, yes, he is a little bit overhyped. Yeah, I was about to say, he gets a lot. He's way overhyped. I think he's a little... I think he's un, I think he's he only overachiever. He, if I'm not mistaken, he had about... Uh, I don't think he had a game last year at all throughout the whole year where he right. had three through more than two touchdowns. Right. And for me to say a quarterback can't throw more than two touchdowns in this league, then you know what? You're just like RG3. <laughs> you can press that bomb button. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> You know what's a quarterback? I do want to say there's a quarterback that you, real quick, that you yeah. guys, you know, that don't sleep on him. He is possibly going to shock you, you know, on the low. People are going to totally ignore him because he's not sexy. Uh, he was hurt last year. Carson Palmer. Take a okay. look at him, guys. Take okay. a look he's at back. him. He's, he's back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, I think Carson Palmer. He's bouncing back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. You know, his season was cut short. He's actually having a fairly decent season last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was 6-0, and and then he got hurt, yeah, you know. So. Uh, Carson Palmer, he's a very good backup. He's, you know, you might have to plug him in sometimes. He could go out for you. Well, after you talked about all the ladies and stuff and comparing. You know, yeah, you want your team to look like a Sauvier Vergara. So, so, I want to have You don't want it to look to plug something later. <laughs> <laughs> Of you don't plugging, want your team to look like a Raven Simone. You know? spe- speaking about plugging ladies, uh, 
we're gonna we're gonna change gears and we're gonna go to what we were speaking about earlier, which was the UFC, and uh, we we saw our. Uh, our our favorite Miss Ronda Miss Ronda Rousey just Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey Diaz just like <laughs> wishful thinking just dominate you know that's yeah. probably one of the few women in this world I would consider licking her mole does it have hair on it I, you know even if it does it's okay mm. it's okay I'll put it in a Kimura doesn't matter can we let's put that on the list of things that Keith will do now yes lick yes her mole. Her mole. and I and you not, know what and that's not code for anything either he's literally talking about if I had five minutes mole. with her I would make sure those are the best five minutes ever and I need those UFC gloves with those five minutes let me tell you something that 34 seconds that she gave that girl that's the same I would give her shit <laughs> she better get up on it shit that poor girl what was she doing Ty- talking all that nonsense Look, she, didn't know, she really didn't know any better because she, she didn't do her homework and didn't really know that mm-hmm. she didn't know she was going Rouse- to sleep a little no but she didn't night. know that Rousey's father committed you know, the, you know completed suicide and stuff like that she didn't know any of that nonsense so of course she Mouthful opened up, foot went in it, and then punches came after. <laughs> he went to sleep real was, quick. Well, but you know, it's crazy. I don't know what was faster: Hulk going to sleep or Sheldon Richardson on the highway. <laughs> no, the, the the speed of the car, or the speed of her going down, hitting the. How fast he put the gun under the seat? Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the the crazy thing is that she actually was able to get off a few shots, a few meaning like two or three, which was able to uh, uh, land. And you know, you saw the little pink hue on Rousey's face, but. Yeah, that that that, nah, that, that, was, that wasn't was, enough. For what was it, thirty-four seconds? She was just gun her down, but, gun her down. <laughs> so is she is she is she? Of course, she's gonna go down as the greatest UFC fighter ever. That's what that's what it's looking like. I mean, until everybody gets that that card that they were gonna see with Cyborg, which is ridiculous. Why would she go up and wait when she's the champ? The challenger has to go down. It, you know what? You know what? Ronda Rousey should go up and wait. You know why? Just so she could whoop pass at her weight. Just so. Because she got whoop her guys regardless. But is it even fair? Cause, you know, no, Cy- it's not. I mean, the champion shouldn't do that. I'm just saying, she's going to get her ass whooped regardless. But you know Cyborg could lose about 10 pounds if she cuts her dick off. She'll be okay. You know... <sighs> <laughs> I was going to say which one. The one on between her legs or the one on her nose. You know? Hi-yo! Ah oh, man, don't nobody want to hear no cyborg now. Everybody want to see a fight. I don't want to. I could kill it, man. Last time everybody wanted to see a fight, it was the most boringest thing, and I was at that fight. Which fight? Was, oh, the cyborg, uh, cyborg fight? No, Mayweather Pacquiao oh. was a piece of <laughs> shit that was. Man, nobody want to see that. Listen, give me Ronda Rousey against a young hungry girl, and I'd rather see that. She gonna she gonna whip. She gonna whip Cyborg's ass, man. I don't wanna see that, man. I really think so. I don't know. You call me crazy, call me I don't know MMA. I, I, said, I, I, don't know. I said it. I, I've, been been saying it. I've been saying it already. Cyborg, Cyborg is already up in age. This fight should have happened years Cyborg. ago. It should have been done. Looking like right a now. fake China. Look at my face. <laughs> I, I see China before, with uh, Ronald Rousey before I watch Cyborg. Now that's, a, now that's a fact. I would, I would see China and Cyborg at, a, at a, like, a, like a... And you know who should be the ref? Ultimate submission match. You, 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 know, know, you don't know what that is? The ref should, Ultimate submission. <laughs> X-Pac should be the ref for that one. What is it? Sean Waltman? Whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. But um, it'll be just... Hey... Come here, China. Let me get that Kamara. Where's that? Let me get that Kamara. Let me get that Kamara. Sideboard, put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
uh, I, I, I'm looking at it that like right now, I the only thing I've always said was just start bringing more of these overseas women to come in the UFC to fight uh, Ronda. Get get let's get these Asian you know the Man, Japanese women over there. Listen, I've seen her fight enough to be honest with you. I could see her not fight again. If she's in movies, I could live with that. She's probably not the greatest actor, but as long as I see her on TV, I could care less what she's doing. Okay. Really, I really could care less. Oh, Ronda. I don't care if she's a champion of the UFC. <laughs> Who cares? I want to see her on TV any way possible. <laughs> That's thank a fact, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Rhonda, for showing us how you knock bitches out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up on the plate, and speaking of plate, I'm talking about home plate. That's right, guys. Oh, we that are. was nice. Thank you. You did a good job there. You know, it's crazy. I actually have the sound effect for it, but wait. Ah, there I'm you gonna go. throw that thing out the damn window. Uh, we're going. We, we're going to talk about. Uh, how about baseball. the Mets, we're man? Going, we're going baseball, man. How about the, the trade Mets? Line, the trade deadline is passed. Yeah, a lot of moves, bro. It was, good a, good, it was a good trade deadline. It's actually exciting. Actually, we talked about it in the last episode that it's good finally for, for wa- the sport, I'm man. finally watching baseball. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm actually excited to watch it on SportsCenter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I, I love the know, I'm, I'm just happy that both New York teams are in first place. Yes. I mean, I'm not a Yankee fan by any stretch of the imagination. But fuck you know what? what? Yeah, fuck them, I guess. Fuck them with Babe Ruth's bat. Fuck them hard. <sighs> wow. Son of, sons of bitches. <laughs> Bitterness. You heard that, Tom Brady? Anyway, so... <laughs> so, yeah, the Yankees are in first place, but, you know... They're, they're the, dominant, they're, man. They're, they're, just, they, 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 every they, time they, I look, they're scoring mad runs. Yeah. I really want to see those like bats. Check football. those bats. There's football uh, scores out there. Check those bats. Anyway, so... But, no, you know, all due respect, they're playing good. Um, Tanaka's pitching good. Uh, they have a, they have a, I believe a five and a half game lead over the, yeah. the Blue Jays. Who? Mason moves, man. man. A lot of moves. Mason moves. Yeah, man. They, they got move. David Price. They have some that's actually saying they might be able to catch up to the. A lot. Yeah. You know, six games is a lot, so yeah. I don't know. But you know, David Price. August, uh, August. A lot of teams they 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 get hot. Yeah, they get cold. They you never know. know. August is that month. Tulewitzki. Yeah. David Price. They added Ben he, he pitched excellent the other. Yeah, game. I know, and you know, yeah. but the thing about David Price, you gotta like watch it because he is very, very suspect when he's playing against the Yankees. Yeah, that's I've true. I've seen David Price yeah, look like an average guy against yeah, he Yankees. Gets, he gets against anybody else, he is. He becomes like a deer in the headlights when he plays the Yankees. Yeah, he's like a. He's you know he kills it, but um. He was, the thing about Tulowitzki, you know, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you get, yeah, stop playing on that damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert, I hope you heard that again. Um, Tulewiski, Tulewiski, I love Tulewiski, man. I've always been a yeah. Tulewiski guy. I mean, there was a lot of rumors about him coming to the like saying match. his name. Tulewiski, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's so cool. It just comes off the lips. Tulo, no, Tulo is a, Tulo's a beast, bro. Tulewiski. And they already have a monster lineup. Yeah, they they that's, they they really just needed those those components just to slide right yeah. in easily. I mean, six games out though, it's tough. They they could go after that wild card though. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, and um, they could be in the postseason. Who knows? You never know when it comes to the postseason. Right. But um, we still got you know my mom Mets are in first place. Uh, Solidified that yes. baby. I did not, my daughter could actually smile and tell people that she likes the Mets. Again. That's what's up, man. <laughs> That's good for kids out there, you know, yeah. because a lot of kids, you know, there's a lot of families out there who who say they're um, they're Yankee fans and they can't name the the, the right. basement or who replaced Robinson Cano. So right. I'm just saying, there's a lot of bandwagons right. out there. I've always said it. I'm gonna say it. There's a lot of true Yankee fans though Joe, that I know, but there's a lot Joe of them that Girardi is probably the most luckiest manager or head person of a team in the history. Why you say that? I really 
think that he fell face first into a position no. with a right. I do. I'm, I've no. never been. I hate the Yankees, but no. I think he just. He just. Sometimes I look at him and I think first he, right he just now. throws darts on the board and just thinks that it's going to shit. No, no, I really no. Do. Joe Girardi's a hell of a coach, man. I can't I have a manager. stand the way he's done, he's done a lot of things. And I think a lot of times when it comes to clutch situations, he really knows how to buckle under pressure and really does it big. So I'm not really a big Girardi guy. No, I, man, he's a good... He's. I think the best thing they ever did was hire him as a manager because they went through a rod suspension with him. They went through not making playoffs without him. They went through overhaul pitching without him, and they still managed to be relevant. Right, but he's not a he's not one of those guys that's like a a real mover and shaker, like you know that that that. uh, But when you're the coach of the Yankees, he knows his his role. That's the thing. When you're the coach of the Yankees, he's a guy that's that's just waving, going, "I'm glad to be here. Thanks, no, thank you. Look at me, no." Yes, that's me. I got to no, win up another extension. I don't, I don't like the I don't like the Yankees, <laughs> but I'm not going to say all that. The, Joe Girardi, he he knows he was a Yankee for his predominant career, his you know, as a playing catcher and he's now the coach for them and he knows what ex- is catchers, expected of yeah, you. First of all, catchers are always supposed to be the Yeah, the leader. The yeah, but he knows what a manager is supposed th- to be. Yeah, he knows what's expected of you in a clubhouse. I, I, he's not going to shake much up. He's just going to keep it a buck with you. I I think I mean, listen, I'm not here to toot his horn or anything, but Georgia I think... He looks like somebody's drunk uncle at St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> but, you know, he's... Yeah, a lot of Yankee fans would do that, but... The, yeah, he... <laughs> Look, I'll tell you this much. I'd rather have him than Terry Collins. Terry Collins is like the, that, 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 that hippie hippie manager that you know he's like a dupe in a, in a club yeah he's like oh he's always excited for no damn reason we, we could lose four straight he's like oh well, we gotta get out there and get him we gotta go out there and get him hey, relax bro hey duda hey duda wanna smoke a doobie a doobie a doobie with oh, doobie? you saw what i did there? wanna smoke a doobie with doobie? Duda, duda and doobie you better doobie. stop man we already spoke about enough doobies on this show <laughs> nah but listen uh the mets on first um I love it, and we got a we got a wild race. You hear what Bryce Harper said? Yeah, but you know what? I'm, I'm not mad at him for saying it because that, that's the that's the idea. That's what you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, like have. he's a star. He's yeah. supposed to back his team. Even though he says like I don't I don't give a crap what the Mets are doing. No, no, no. Yeah, he. You, but, but, but that's what uh, you're supposed to. do. You know what? I want them to ask him that in September when we're still in first place. See what <laughs> he gives a crap. Then. No, but you know he was he did the right thing by not you know saying what he said. Ah, whatever. It is what it is. Dang. You go fuck yourself the way you said fuck us too. <laughs> I care less. I'm a Bryce Harper fan, by the way. Let's not get it twisted. But you know what? It's competitive nature. It is what it is. You got swept by us. You ain't trying to fail us right now. I totally get it. You in second place. It is what it is. You feeling salty. It's all right. So do you think... Uh, we got two more series versus them. We're going to see what's going to go down. Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think that um, we might see New York, both New York teams? Oh, man. I hope so. I hope so. The last time that happened, oh, my God. The city was, like, lit, man. It wasn't 2000. It was 2006. We no. both, in 2006, Mets and Yankees both had the same record, and we both went to the playoffs. I believe the Yankees got a, uh, bounced in the first round by the Angels. I'm not sure, but I know we got bounced by the Cardinals. But, yes, that is um, – the, the, the city is better with, when baseball – especially both teams yeah. in baseball are doing yeah, well. So, yeah. You feel the energy come back alive in people. When you, you start looking at – you guys are Fuck! Did you like baseball? I know, right? Fuck out of here. As long as the Mets avoid like the Cardinals. I've always played orange and what's the other color? <laughs> you know, like you, the Mets, if they avoid the Cardinals, you never know. And it can happen. You got uh, the Dodgers and the the Giants out there in the West. 
they're fighting for they you know position for first place and then the American League you got the Astros doing amazing yeah. then you got you got the Minnesota Twins in a race with the best team I think in baseball the Kansas City Royals you got Toronto behind the Yankees and there's a lot of teams that you know it's been a while since they them do good and they're doing good you know the Mets you know one of those teams and, yes you know, and how about the Cubs? You know, Cubs also in the, in, you know, in the that, race. That's amazing. Like, actually, the Cubs are like... But once again, I just... I like the Cubs, man. Gonna, Unfortunately, there's another team. It's going to be heartbreaking again. I feel... But yeah. I, just, I just like to see... They're but probably... There's one thing about those fans. They're, they're fucking diehard, man. I know a few Cubs fans, and they inspire me. They're yeah, very good. They're diehard. Uh, so, as we leave this... Because uh, once again, our segment writer, I'm not going to say names, but I just want to let you know he has like the most gorgeous beard ever, has like ADHD and is always bouncing all over the place. So we're, we'll be closing this segment and opening up with Madden season. Oh, it's let's spin it real quick. Let's just we're still on sports. But let, yo, listen, oh. you play Madden, man. We want you on the show. We, we need to talk, man. Oh, the one ups. Oh. <laughs> You know, you Let me tell you something. I was the type of guy that I would not buy Madden every year. Like I, I skipped a year. I had to because it, it became which, which your theory made a lot of sense. Right. But for a Madden addict like myself, and it wasn't for the key to actually bring me back home to it because he brought and see the, the we'll, we'll get it. You know what? During the season, we'll talk more. You know what? It's funny. I, 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 I never told you. I did miss one year. You the did? year that uh. I'm so bad with the years, but the, I know the cover boys. The year that Drew Brees made the cover, oh, okay. I didn't play that one. Oh, okay. And my boys, my, my shoe family, they brought me back into um, Madden. Being oh. in, and I, after that year, I'm I was sure. like... Madden has not come out, has not come out for PS, uh, PS Vita, right? Yeah, since 13. Oh, it's 13? Oh, since 13. So it's not coming out at all. It's not, yeah. It's not. Uh, if you have a PS Vita, you might as well throw it away. Yes. Um, I mean, you might as well watch porn on it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> was it, Watch it, Cyborg Santos. Yeah, and, uh, a bunch of yeah, manly <laughs> Yeah, so Madden season is approaching, and um, like I said, the Keith has got I me mean, like really excited again about it. And plus, yeah. with the new features that's coming out, that, that that's the that's the thing that always pisses me off about Madden because they always freaking tickle your ass with a feather with all these new features and stuff. And then when you actually play it, you're like, the fuck change? I want to <laughs> see stuff. That is similar to the older... You gotta remember, Red, last year's Madden was the first Madden... It was actually really good. No, it was good, but it was the first next-gen Madden, like, complete. Yeah. So, you know, like, from here on out, we're gonna see nothing but new Madden. We don't play Madden like you guys play Madden. Like, we do, like, Keith put me onto, like, a whole different way of playing Madden, and it, like, opened up my eyes to... <laughs> the, the game again, you know, just the fantasy. You can player. dive into Madden and and yeah. like explore so many things that it's just beyond just playing with a team. You like know, a vagina. You just dive into it and explore. Like that Trey songs. I just want to die. <laughs> yeah. So, well, here's a question for you on what we're gonna be posting up on our um uh, on 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 Instagram. By the way, if on. you play Madden for Xbox, you know what? Just walk into a wall. <laughs> Very fast. play Madden for PS4. Give us a call. Should be four times. So, what do you think? Uh, what, we, we're going to ask you, and what, what I'm just going to throw out the question right now is, what is your favorite video game pertaining to football? Like, what? What, what, what was my? Well, it's going to be Madden, of course. Yeah, but like 2005. Like what system? Well, it was. I believe that was PlayStation Two. Yeah, I, I'm mistaken, but it was a 2005 Madden, right. and that Madden was. I'm, I'm, I'm very bad with years, so if I'm wrong, get at me. But I believe that's the Ray Lewis year. Okay. 
And um, that was my favorite. That was a uh, Hall of Fame year. They did like a collector's edition yeah, yeah. and everything. And um, that year was the hardest. No, nah, not the hardest. The most advanced defenses were. Okay. Like even I just still think back then was more advanced than how they have it now. When defenses, AI and everything, like the, to control defense. Right. So freaking cool. It was ahead of its time. It was so good. And it was so hard to score. See, now you can have a bomb defense, but there's ways around it. I've seen guys put teams together where they have like Rob Gronkowski and, and Jimmy Graham and their lead blocking for like Marshawn right. Lynch. And you can have the best defense in the world. You're not, you're not, you're not getting Lynch. Yeah, you're not gonna stop Lynch like that. You know? I'm the same way. Like I don't remember like exactly the years of mm. what it was, but I believe it was 2000, mm. and it was the year in which they had uh, Madden had like I don't, the, the training camp. And 2000, had, I believe that's Marshall Falk. You know, yeah, I could be wrong. I, I believe that's the that they had that you can go like the cot, like they were doing the training camps or they're doing the weightlifting and uh, all that stuff. Okay. That, that, that was cool. But I'm a little bit older than Keith by about like two years. Anyway, so my thing. Yeah, you don't my, play no dumb sound effect for that nonsense, do why? you? Why? Why would I? You should please. play an old man. Give me my tooth, bitch. My um, okay, motherfucker. No, but mine is. I'm more of a, like. I mean, I'm a lo- I love simulation games. I'm, that's my thing. But if I wanted to play something arcadey, I was like a big Tecmo Bowl fan. Okay. I was into that. That was no. But you know what? Before I was like, no. I've always Madden was always number one for me. But um, the old NBA lives. I was a big fan of like those like those things, but like the that's like not, Kevin Garnett ones and the Jason Kidd. We talking football? No, no, no I, I know, but I'm just saying <laughs> those are the only games that like rival. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like if, those um, I forgot the name of those other football games. Those the game days and the NFL had, NFL two K. The two Ks, yes. No, the, what was it? Street football. Oh, the NFL streets. Staying your seat, man. Staying your seat over there. <laughs> that's that, why he that, gets that his beers like, and no, the, the, the 2K football with the helmet cam and yeah, all those. Yeah. Those were cool. Joe Montana. Yeah. Well, I had, man, I had quarterback. I had QB quarterback club for 64. Oh, quarterback club. Had crazy. Yeah, you know, there's been so many. You know what, though? The best, like, football game besides Madden, to be honest with you, it was, like, this little Asian game that I downloaded on my sidekick 3. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, yo, you could throw footballs through people. Shameless plug for Yeah, I don't even know. You could throw a football through a person, and as long as it went in the end zone, it was like a score. It was like something like that. <laughs> Some random What game. do you think is going to come back? Uh, Sheldon Richardson or Sidekicks? <laughs> long balls. There's still weed in the world, so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I had just, uh, I have an emulator, so I play. Uh, yeah, a Sidekick was oh. a good phone, bro. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I used to. I used to rock out, yo, man. He, he's really, he really wants T-Mobile to like. Nah, I don't advertise T-Mobile, but it, I mean, I would consider the sidekick if it came out like somewhat of a Galaxy type. I would consider it. Hell yeah! I was playing. I have an emulator, so I would play. I would download uh, old Super Nintendo Genesis games and all that. And one of the games that was on there that I downloaded was the uh, Super Tecmo Bowl three. And it was cool because I forgot how the game was and what mm-hmm. it did. It actually did spin moves and it did, you know dragging of players and stuff like that you're speaking of spin moves and like doing jukes like that just to yeah. for, for Madden players out there if you had Madden 2004 with Michael Vick raise your hand if you got like destroyed every time you played against that cheat well, against, code against freaking Vick oh my god against Vick we would play that worse than Vic, bro. We would play that at my job. Yo, my friends, I swear to you, my friends would be like, all right, we're we going to play Madden. No way I could pick the Falcons. Yeah. No way I could pick the Falcons. We would play that at Not my job. Not even fair, son. And the def- that, that, that scramble once oh, you freak- Oh, my God. You could be 
a centimeter next to him, you're not getting him, son. <laughs> not getting him, son. And you can spin backwards, throw it off your back foot, you know, jump on a dog. Oh, I'm sorry. It's too soon. No, you can do anything with Michael Vick in that game, and it was like a touchdown. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll be posting it up on a uh, Rageworks page as well as on our, uh, on our pages once we get it up and running about what do you guys consider uh, – the best and fun football games and in, in the video game genre. Uh, you know, NFL Blitz was another one. You were almost in the same realm as his streets. The NFL Street. No, NFL Street, I get it, but Blitz was, you know, it, it innovated the whole NFL Street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to them cheat codes, big head mode and, and pick your play mode. Oh, my God. Kishon, can you give me another um, Corona? <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. We're going to close out this segment. We're going to go into... Uh, uh, a little, a little sadder moment, guys. So just give us a minute. Unfortunately, this past week, the wrestling world lost uh, a true icon, a pioneer, uh, a man who exuded charisma and was possibly one of the most influential men in wrestling when it became the explosion in the mid-80s. And, of course, I talk about the hot rod himself, Rowdy, Roddy Piper. And um, for those who didn't know, Piper when he started his feud with Hulkamania and it was a whole rock and wrestling uh, build up, he was the one who was the catalyst to start it off with, you know, Cindy Lauper and against uh, Captain Lou Albano and his voice, his wit, you know, his, 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 his oozing of just hatred towards the whole genre of rock and roll was what really started the explosion that became wrestling and what, what it is now today. Um, I remember as a kid, I was growing, when I was growing up, I was sitting there, I was like, fuck Hogan, I'm not a Hogan guy, I didn't really give a crap about any of that, I liked Roddy, and I really did, like, he was like, one of the men that I would look at on the screen, and I would see how people would just be drawn to him, and even though it was in a negative light, it was just amazing to see how people just, I mean, throw garbage to the ring, and he didn't care, like, and he always had a quick retort, a quick line, and just really embraced the, the 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 heel that he was, and then uh, years later, uh, he had a, a face turn. And for you guys who are not aware of wrestling terminology, a face turn means that's when the bad guy becomes a good guy, and his his personality just grew even bigger, and and he just became an entity even larger than life. Um. He ended up winning the Intercontinental Championship, holding it for a few years, losing to uh, Bret Hart. Which, by the way, which is which is uh, uh, a, f- a funny uh, uh, story about him, about Roddy, is that for about eight years, Roddy was never pinned or never submitted. I heard about that. Yeah, for eight years. Matt, may, may I just drop my sure? Kanye West, you wearing a kilt? No. Roddy Roddy Piper wearing a kilt? Yes. Oh, please. 
I'm, I'm that man wore a kilt like no other man. Yeah, see, he had the legs to do it too, and he was I not. He was not afraid to show it. <laughs> I remember when I first started watching wrestling. My dad would tape the WrestleManias, and we were watching over and over again. And the way he would come out to the ring, and he had the best walk. I always felt than right. any wrestler. It was very slow, and he would make eye contact with all the fans, and he would make sure that he saw you. He would, you know. Had to have his verbiage with everybody, but he'd take his time to the ring. And I always felt like that was the most memorable thing that I remember with Roddy because he lived it. He lived the hot rod, you know? That was his. That no smile, man. Yeah. That, that smile. No, nah, and it, that, and the just when he. I, oh. I know he turned he turned heel, he turned into the good guy, but the bad guy, it grabbed me when I was a young guy because I was like, oh, I need a bad guy to fight against this guy. Oh, he's just big Roddy, Roddy, Roddy. Right yeah. And I always liked his shirts. I liked the you know the font of his shirt. I always it gravitated to me. Roddy Piper, um, you know he was he the, the most underrated thing about him is that he was a great ring worker as well. Yes. And um, he was much more better away from the ring, which is like wow, like you can't say that for many wrestlers. Um, he was for my childhood. He was always a memory. I'm always gonna remember the Hot Rod. Uh, I was a Bret Hart fan. <laughs> to this day, I'm a Bret Hart fan, and I remember those matches. Um, uh, Hot Rod was Hot Rod was everything I'm probably in right now. Obnoxious, jerkish, yeah, and live life the way you want to live life, and live life, and it was just fun to see a guy out there. He didn't care. That's yeah, the way, and, that's, and to be honest, because that's the way I'm trying to see like how we do the show. You know, although we were we we're prepared, but you know, Piper's Pit would be like that type of thing where he'll mm-hmm. go out there. You know, his voice was so funny and, and irritating at the same time. The lines that he says, and you know, <sighs> you know, just when you think they have all the answers, I change the questions. Like, who the fuck says shit like I that? Know. You know, don't throw rocks at a man carrying a machine gun. What type of shit is? Didn't he tell that guy that that that, that Spanish guy wrestler <laughs> from like Brooklyn? He told him something like from that. Cleveland. From Cleveland, that <laughs> Ricardo from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, Ricardo from Cleveland. You what have you ever done in the ring? Listen, the, the best story was when he um. When he was in Piper's Pit with with Snooker, and he wound up that coconut and bashed. Oh, he hit him shit. in the head with the and coconut. And that wasn't even a prop coconut. That was like real, real coconut, coconut yeah. and it broke on his head. Oh, yeah, the I funny mean. part of the story is that he he talked about you know how he knocked him out and he was unconscious for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Piper said as soon as he saw Snooker come back into consciousness and was waking up, that he hauled ass and made sure <laughs> that they locked the door behind them. <laughs> Now, Piper, man, you know, yeah. when I heard about it, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Another one? You we had Dusty earlier. Yeah, now, 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 Roddy. You know, yeah. and I heard, you know, I know Dusty had a, he fell down in his house and then it caused everything else. Piper, he just went to sleep, natural causes. It's yeah. just like, to say natural causes, like, you know, you look at Roddy Piper at the old age, it's like, you don't think he's 61. He yeah. looks like 71. Yeah, it's, so it was he, unfortunate. He didn't, I don't think he took care of himself, bro. Like, but, you know, um, a lot of these wrestlers don't, you know? He did He did survive about with Hodgkin's lymphoma. He could bounce back from that, and you just figured that this guy was going to still be around. Like He, was he gonna, said in an interview, I saw it on social media, he said, I'm not I'm not making it past 65. Nah, but, um, it's crazy to say that, you know? I um, just want to say, uh, like I said, much influence. He's, he's probably one of the top three guys that's like the reason why I watch if you, wrestling. If and you I watch YouTube, if you watch, watch wrestling, and I'm it, the asshole that I am. If you watch wrestling for the bad guys because you like the bad guys and you think the the coolness of the bad guys, one of those innovators was Hot Rod. 
he was definitely the like one of the first heels that you just be like, wow, this guy's a jerk, but I like it, you know? Yeah. So shout out to Hot Rod, man. Rest in power, Hot Roddy. This this last one's for you. Straight up, his kilts were the shit, though. I'm about to go buy one. Straight up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to start wrapping up the show today. Yes, sir. We have another episode in the books. Uh, But before we do, we have to go with what was the success last week. Bullshit. Come on now. We got the three questions. (laughs) This is the segment in which... uh, You know what? Let's just always say you're going to start this segment. Come on. Let's just leave it at that. This is the three questions that we're going to be tossing back and forth to each other. The first question has to do with sports. Second has to do with pop culture. And the third is just random acts of fuckery. (laughs) (laughs) So, my first question to Keith. Yeah. Sports. How at me. Jet fan. Bleed bleed, uh, gangrene. Okay. Who do you feel was your best quarterback of your era as a Jet? Such a sad question. <laughs> wow, the best Chad Pennington. I mean, I love Chad, but like that's not saying much, bro. Really? I'm not saying Mark Sanchez. Oof. I mean, Mark was I, but no, it was Chad. But you did have Brett Favre. 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 Yeah, he started off seven and one, and we didn't make the playoffs because I think we lost every other game after that. <laughs> no, no, Vinny T. No, hell no. It's it's between Chad Pennington and Brooks Bollinger. Mm-hmm. Whoever don't know Brooks Bollinger, use Google. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. He was smaller than me, and he was scoring touchdowns. I don't know how he did it. But, um, no, it was Chad, bro. Okay. It was Chad. It's such a sad question. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, if you're quarterbacks, don't. I didn't want to go to the obvious of what he was saying, like, you know. Uh, Ken O'Brien or Ken something. Ken O'Brien or. Ray Lucas. Joe, Joe Namath. Instead <laughs> of your era. Um, I got you with a question. Though. All right. How about this? We haven't even touched basketball in two shows yet. Oh, okay. So I got one for you. Yes. How do you see this upcoming NBA season folding out for Carmelo Anthony in the New York Knicks? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Better yet. I'd rather, how I'd, do you rather, see, I'd rather knock on the how do you door feel, and tell them that I'm serving them a large how pie you, of pizza and just give them a big, wet dinner. We we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll get to the NBA season when it gets a little closer. But, you know, between Melo and Kobe, who has a better year? Who lasts a whole year? Oh, um, Melo's going to have a better year, I believe. I, I, I full-heartedly believe that he's going to have a better year. Mm-hmm. But success-wise, I, I mean, who's going to have a better winning percentage, the Knicks or the San Francisco 49ers? <laughs> I mean, Ooh. it's going to be tough, man. I mean, I, I think bad. by the time Kobe finishes a whole year, Jordan Spieth would have more wins than the Lakers. <laughs> Straight up. I, have, I feel bad, man, because like, Melo, you know, sacrificed a lot. He stood. You know, he he had the opportunity to jump shit. Sacrificed my nuts. Come bro. on, stop You're it. You're throwing $117 million at your way. You ain't sacrificing jack well, he shit. Got a, he could have got $117 million plus two more dollars somewhere else. Like, I mean, come yeah. on. No. But, but honestly. The next we're going to always give him the more money. Yeah, but, you know, you got you to... Gotta, uh, you you got to look at what they're building. Look, I don't think that that draft pick is going to be that bad. Uh, I think that 
they're still trying to uh, pour syrup on shit and make it into pancakes. Hmm. Uh, the Derek Fisher thing still pisses me off. I'm not even a Nick fan, and I just like I am pissed off. I was hype about that. No. I thought it was ridiculous. Like you, yeah, had, I should have saw the light. You had Mark Jackson available. Like you had other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you're right. I wanted Mark, but I guess yeah. Yeah, yeah but, work out. Um, nah, it's 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 this is gonna be another dreadful season. But at least you know that the the, the garden will be packed again. So that's one thing. They'll be fucking. One in eighty-one. My ass ain't gonna be there with three hundred dollars to send on the roof. Everybody on my face. Everybody and their mother makes it in there. Fuck it. Uh, All right. Uh, Question two from Pop Culture. Are you ready? Holla at me. Okay. Um, Who is your favorite Batman villain of all time? Batman villain? Yes. The Joker. That easy? Yeah. Come on, bro. Really? Oh yeah. Come on, bro. You want to eat? The Joker is my second favorite villain of all comics. So who's the first? Doctor Doom. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Explain why Doctor Doom is your favorite villain. Doctor Doom is easily overlooked. Number one, Doctor Doom has his own city, his own. Doctor Doom has his own country, bro. <laughs> that's what it is. Seriously, what is it? Was it Latvia, like like Latavia or some shit? Yeah, Latavia. Uh-huh. And um, you know, he just he's very powerful. He always finds a way to. Get his way. He's always after every superhero. He's like John Cena. He has and like Kevin Owens. He's fighting with everybody, and um, he's just he's just the shit, bro. He's he don't care about who you are. You know, everybody says he's synced to Fantastic Four, but jo- Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom. I've seen Doctor Doom go up against Batman. He don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. They need to do like a Marvel versus DC crossover in the video mm-hmm. games and see who fucking would tear ass in that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that'd be good. Like that would be cool. Marvel's Capcom. Yeah. yeah. Alright. So I have a question for you. Yeah. It's not somewhat pop culture, but it's somewhat sports. How do you feel about athletes that are dating other celebrities? You know you got the Russell Wilson with Sierra thing? Oh that's that was hilarious. I mean they're still dating though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that's, saying that's, like that's how do you hilarious. think does that do you think that might affect them? Because remember when Tony Romo was dating Jessica Simpson? Yeah. I know that's Cowboys and everything's on the Cowboys, but it did bother him. You know, yeah. it's like a lot of distractions. How do you think with Russell? I think, no, I think it always does because it's different when you marry your childhood sweetheart or you married uh, some freaking executive from mm-hmm. Nike and shit. It's mm-hmm. different because you're always in the spotlight. But there's like the, all these things with like all this like rumoring always, with like the kid and yeah. like um, the rapper future, the father of the yeah. child. How he doesn't like Russell. Like... He doesn't like Russell giving him a hug. So, for me, you're a father. Right. Hopefully, one day, I'm blessed to be one as well. Oh, that's going to be the most cutest baby ever. I can't wait for that day. Um, My thing is, is that, like, if you, you know, for some odd reason, hypothetically speaking, you separate with the mother of your child, mm-hmm. and you see the mother of your child with her new boo thing, how would you accept the whole hugging thing? Like, this week, I wouldn't know because I'm not I, a father. To be honest, I can't even call it right now. That yeah. right there, I would. So you feel the same pain oh, yeah. that future feels? Yeah, that's just a little. And then, plus, that kid is still young. He's, yeah, he's like yeah, maybe he's, like four. Yeah. My, my, my daughter's already older. Like, she mm-hmm. she wouldn't even want to fucking hug it. It's weird, <laughs> though. Yeah, but it would be weird. But, like, like for Ru- don't even... you think, like, it's. I don't know how. Like, for Russell, like, Russell seems like a guy of morals and everything. Yeah, but that's the, that's, that's the thing I was going to say is, like, this is a different venue for him because he's, like, um, you know, he has this background that he has and, and you know, being a religious faith uh, enthusiast and stuff like that. And he's just very, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's a different realm for him to be in. It's weird, bro. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to, like, 
it's I don't know. It's it's like, but I think for for, for think guys it, who for some who, reason who has I, these celebrity relationships, it is a distraction because you're always in the line. You just got paid. It's yeah. like you don't. I don't know. It's it. I don't know. It's, I think it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I think it might be a problem. All right, question number three, the final one, which is the random act of fuckery. <laughs> uh, are you opposed to having sex with the handicap? Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Son. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> when you say handicap, what exactly, how handicap are you? Ah, that's good. At least you're, you're inquiring the, the death of handicap. Like, I have an open mind when it comes to females. All right, so, so if yeah, I throw out so a random handicap, would you just like... What's uh, wrong with her? Okay. Uh, blind. Nah, man. No. You couldn't do it? No, man. That's... That's like my worst fear for me to ever go blind. Yeah. So for me to fuck, oh, excuse me, for me to, <laughs> for me to be with a blind woman, it, 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 it'll, I, I know, man. I would, I'd feel so bad for her. I wouldn't be able to do what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? How about deaf? <laughs> How would that work, son? I, I don't know how to communicate with that person. Like I don't want to be rude, you know. I, I, All I know is that I would give like the universal sign of Connie Lingus. Of, like, <laughs> put your two fingers around your tongue. Yeah, exactly. Are you ready to get this going? You gonna get this work, girl? How would you? Oh man. Ah. Uh, okay. Here's here's the big one. Here's okay. The, and I'm not even gonna go with the major one, which is like quadriplegic and shit like that. I'm gonna say <laughs> missing a limb. Wow, we've had this talk. <laughs> You want to fuck a stump? Well, what's missing? The leg or the arm? <laughs> the head. <laughs> if, uh, yo, I mean, I, okay, I would say. You know how you grip a okay, woman? Let's, let's go, it let's can't go. be the leg because the way you grip a woman, you need to have that limb laying around. Let's go to where the territory that I once plowed. Let's just say Jay Santi is very out there <laughs> he has stories that will, will just shock you uh, the, 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 let's just say let's go let's by the go. way i have a fuckery question for you okay um i've been thinking all week about the shit you pulled last week on me so i got one for your ass okay how about um uh, a limb let's say an arm i can do the arm okay i can do the arm because i need the legs because of the way i grew okay. up a woman I, I like the legs and how about if you how about if she's missing both legs but like you could she could what like the fuck you could fuck? spin her like a top like mm. <laughs> I will put like Yo, a, I, will, I will put like a She's uh, missing a leg and an arm I, I, Why would she want to fuck? Like, <laughs> I will put like a handicap sign On my penis Like for the park Oh pop, man And that's where she could park at Wait what about the prosthetic? If they had a prosthetic Like, like uh, I mean that, You wouldn't want to use that Wait would you rather fuck the girl Where she has half an arm That's a stump Or an arm with a prosthetic? Well, let's what if she? What if she? What if she? What if, she, what if she's ready to like? You the know, prosthetic to, would be useless. Like, is like the metal one with the claw? Yeah. What if she's gonna touch oh. your, your genitals with that? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can we adjust the grip? Like, <laughs> like. All right, uh, I got one for you. All right. <laughs> he said he's been working. Let's let's week, let's make sure I word this the right way. Okay. There was a man. Mm-hmm. Decide to go down that rope that some people feel that it's a route to go down now because of Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, this man became a transgender. You can't even say it because you know transgender, <laughs> and he turned into a female, and he's a female now. Uh-huh. Right <laughs> now, you meet this female at a bar. Things get going. Did I? Okay. Right, right. Okay, okay. 
you take this female home, mm-hmm. you tear it up. Right. Right? You wake up in the morning, you're like, yo, just tore it up. Feeling like a million bucks. I'm good, mm-hmm. baby. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to tell the niggas. Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Right. And you go and get her coffee. You know what I'm saying? You come back. And she'd be like, yo, I got something to tell you. And be like, yo, I hope she don't got nothing. Nothing crazy like that. And then she'd be like, well, I used to be a man. Okay. What do you do? So you mean to tell me that... How do you, how do you deal with that? So, so you mean to tell me that the hot dog is gone? That is, it's a, it's a... Do you think the hot dog is really going to? Well, it's, it's put somewhere. I mean, it's probably inside. Oh, my God. I, I mean, is it wrapped on round? But you would see that if you smashed that. You would know. What do you think is going to come out? Like an unrolling sock? <laughs> it's going to just pop out? <laughs> Like a hot pocket. Like every time you pull out a like a fucking penis, is gonna come out. It's like, oh, let me stuff this. How you handle let me that? Stuff situ- this, let me stuff this back in. How do you handle that situation, son? Yeah, if I find out the, the yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, I'm not gonna fuck it again. Just- <laughs> wait, wait. So if you hit it again, I said, are you not, able to? Are you? Are you? I'm like, I don't know. I said I'm not gonna fuck it again. You wouldn't be able to. I think I'll be all right. But if it looked like a vagina, like if it looked like a like if it was. A, a vagina. Some of these, some of these transgenders, they pull it off. Like, no, I mean, if it looked like a vagina, like they look like what a woman's vagina would look like, and then at the end, you just she woke up and just said, "Well, I just wanted to let you know that I used to be Oscar." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, now here's a better question: Can a transgender grow a rug? Grow again an erection? No, 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 not that grow a rug. Oh, can they grow? Up? Yeah, they get they get um hormonal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And and if, it, if there's a transgender on there, I prefer it to be bald. You want a clean pavement? <laughs> I just I want it to look like a Barbie doll down there. You want it to look like a Kevin Euclid? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're done. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we lost like half our listeners that downloaded the show last week for that one. These guys are talking. It's getting way difficult right now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, bro. You're a wild brother. Alrighty, guys. You really are a wild brother. I want to thank y'all for once again doing another episode of the regular season sportscast. Gotta slow down, Sheldon. Listen, man. Yo, just want to let you guys know that, yo, once again, greatly love and appreciate Rage Works for putting this on. Telling you guys, we're gonna be sticking it to uh, every week with y'all, man. If y'all ride with us, we're gonna ride with you, man. For real. Rageworks.net. For everything geeky, you want sports, you want comics, you want video games, you want wrestling, MMA. Rageworks.net. Shout out to the boss, Big Rich. Thanks a lot once again. And please support the other podcasts that we have on our webpage as well. We're all under our same umbrella. We all want the same love and support. Once again, I want to thank you guys for downloading us. Yo, it was a big week for us, man. I'm telling you. I, even to this day, I'm still smiling. Yeah, man. shout out to y'all, man. Straight yo, up, Matt Love, yo. Matt Love, we're going to show y'all love. Big, sh- big shout out to Keyshawn. I yeah, man. Yeah, I love it. Where's you know my Where's my Corona? Yeah, man. Chop, 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 chop. That's so. And uh, You don't want to be meek, geek. You know what I'm saying? You don't want me to be like, yo, my name is Drake. I ain't take a loss all week, brother. <laughs> so... Um, and once again, much love to you guys and to my partner, the Keith. We did it again, boy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You do all the work, though. I'm no, just the mouth. Stop it. Oh, stop it. I'm just the mouth. That's what she said. Alrighty, guys. Once again, we'll be back next week with another episode of the regular season Sportcast. Later. Slow down, Sheldon. I run this shit.
shit, they like go for us, run for us, run for us, go for us. Yeah, I mean y'all already wrote for us. Damn, nigga, what's one more quote for us? Oh Lord, who else sounding like this? They ain't made me what I am. They just found me like this. I was ready. Fuck that, I've been ready since my dad used to tell me he would come into the house to get me. He ain't show. Valuable lesson, man. I had to grow up. That's why I never ask for help. I do it for you niggas and do it for myself. I go zero to one and nigga real quick, real quick. Whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga real quick, real quick, real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to one and nigga real quick, real quick. Whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga real quick, real quick, real fucking quick, nigga. Whole squad on that real shit. Whole squad on that real shit. Yeah. The other night, lavishly told me that I'm all these people listen to. She said they love me unconditional. Imagine how I feel to watch another nigga at the top. You know that if you wasn't you, you would be dissing you, dog. Damn, okay, from that perspective, I see what you're talking about. No way to soften that. Cause me, I was trying to find out where I lost him at, but maybe I ain't lose him at all. Maybe I keep moving forward and they're just stagnant, they ain't moving at all. But when they need their favor, who do they call? Maybe I'm searching for the problems, asking what was said and who was involved. Too focused on people's feedback and proving them wrong. They say the shoe can always fit no matter who for this song. These days feel like I'm squeezing in them. Whoever won before just wasn't thinking big enough, I'm about to leave them with them. Cause if I run the game in these, man, the seams are splitting. No pun intended, but they smelling the feet in the air. Headed where nobody took it, who meeting me there? They tell him that he talking crazy, but he doesn't care. Being humble don't work as well as being aware. Listen up, boy, you better off eavesdropping. We already got spring 2015 popping.